0: I have, a, I have an update on uh, the very bad border bill, bipartisan bad border bill. Uh, we went over the, some of the details on this yesterday. I do have your emails from yesterday that I will now pick back up. I promised, like Jen Psaki, I would circle back. And so uh, I will make good on that promise. Um, I didn't say I would circle back in the same day, just in my defense on that. Okay. And I was planning to read the emails in the final uh, segment, and then we I, I learned that uh, Jim Barrell had passed away, and so I spoke about Jim Barrell in that last segment yesterday rather than read the emails. I'm sure you understand why you got bumped for Jim's passing, and he would agree. That would be the call he would make, too. Okay. Um, so here is the soundbite I have on the uh, the. The the very bad bipartisan border bill, uh, I believe this is, I don't remember where I got this from, but here, uh, take a listen. Why, you little,
1: I touch you, 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 it's it's all just an act. Stop, stop, he's already dead.
0: All right, there it is. Yeah, that was the, that is the update on the uh, bipartisan border bill. Um, Everything is dead, quote unquote. Everything is dead. Even the Senate Republicans who backed the bill—I think that was—I uh, think that was Mitch McConnell there in that bite. Anyway, uh, the Senate Republicans who backed the bill this weekend are now hitting reverse. After pushing hard for the deal over the weekend, McConnell himself has reassessed the situation and has decided to now back away. Yes. See, because it's the details of the bill that have now convinced these Republican senators, mm, this might not be such a great bill. They were all for it over the weekend. The leadership was for it. Unless, of course, I'm to believe that the leaders in the Senate GOP did not know what their lead negotiators had negotiated with the Democrats on the bill. On the border bill, so you you were kept in the dark on that, and so you were just like paying lip service to Langford, Lanksford, Lang whatever, and uh, and who was the other one? Uh, Cornyn, right? I think Cornyn's leadership as well, and they they were all like they were all kind of on board with this. Uh, you know, I don't know, is Tom Tillis jumped ship yet on this? I doubt it, but yeah, there's an abrupt uh, about face. From Mirchwell Carnell, he tells you and that tells you everything you need to know about how the bill's rollout went yesterday. The proverbial floater in a punch bowl. Like that's that's what that looked like. Right? It started off in the morning when you just had a couple of Republican opponents coming out against this thing. It started actually Sunday night when the bill first was published and when uh republican lawmakers started to read through this 370 page abomination uh, and they started realizing that this is not a workable plan your the whole premise of the deal is that biden will enforce the law and there's absolutely nothing no track record no history no precedent nothing that would lead anybody to believe that he would do so. why why would you why would you count on that as being a, a key element? You're asking them to do the thing that they're right now refusing to do. They have the authority, they refuse to do it, and your response was to give them more authority so they could continue to not use it. Oh, and in exchange, codify a whole bunch of terrible other ideas. So it started off with a couple of Republicans, and that built into a uh, flood. Uh, The last count I saw was somewhere north of uh, 22 Republicans that are opposed to this thing. Um, Then uh, Mitch McConnell did a conference, and it did not go well. Had a conference with all of the Republican senators, and uh, it got testy. It got heated. And then this morning, when a member of Mitch McConnell's own leadership team came out and opposed the bill, what's his name, John Barrasso, he came out against it. And then you got uh, John Cornyn, and he told reporters that he had, quote, serious concerns about the bill, which is weird because he had spent weeks cheerleading the negotiations. This is from Ed Morrissey at HotAir.com, compiling a bunch of different reports together. Um... After seeing the result of the negotiations, Cornyn appears to be backing off. And as Morrissey points out, yes, somehow I doubt it's the negotiation results that has Cornyn spooked. No, it's everybody that's been calling Republican senators offices it's the blowback from conservative media it's the blowback from maga it's the blowback from trump it's the blowback from everybody oh and then did you hear this yesterday i think it was yesterday there was a reporter i want to say from I may have been from bloomberg uh or maybe politico i forget and um they had uh, tweeted out yesterday that uh yeah uh, look at this the u.s chamber of commerce a long-time GOP stalwart ally, Chamber of Commerce, has now come out in support of the border bill. And the dude got dragged. That reporter got dragged so badly on social media. And apparently, this is a national reporter covering Capitol Hill, and he had no idea that the the U.S. Chamber of Commerce and the Republican Party, they have not been on good terms for quite a while, Right? They have not been on, yeah, actually I think it was since the last terrible border, quote, deal. McCain, John McCain, the Gang of Eight, that, yeah, that train wreck. No, it's been the response. It's been people reading the bill, knowing what the system is, knowing how it's going to be abused. It's like the people who sat at this table either had no imagination about how a system could be gamed, Right? Or they or they purposefully blinded themselves to this kind of information. David Hersani, over at the Federalist, he says, quote, most of the provisions in the bill are so loophole riddled. They are worse than irrelevant. One provision allows administration officers to grant asylum without any oversight from judges. Now, at least with judges, you could theoretically, I'm not saying all the judges, hashtag not all judges, but some some of them would use a set of criteria to adjudicate the cases, right? Some judges would be doing that. But now you're just going to turn it over to administration officers? Asylum might have been stripped of any real meaning as well, but it's a mystery why James Langford wants to hand Alejandro Mayorkas more autonomy on this front or any front for that matter, right? Meanwhile, Democrats are acting as if they've made some giant historic concession, even deigning to address the crisis, which, by the way, remember, and look, I may be dating myself here, um, but I am old enough to remember when Joe Biden, President Biden, said that the border was not in crisis, when Corinne Jean-Pierre, his spokesperson, said, there is no crisis at the border, the border is closed, right? For three years... For three years, we have been told this very same thing over and over and over again. This is not a crisis, not a catastrophe. It's not being overrun. It's not being overwhelmed. It is not open. And now all of a sudden, if we don't do this thing right away, oh my gosh, catastrophe, end of the world kind of stuff. Well, why? Why all of a sudden now? Why, why is there all this pressure to do something to fix a problem that doesn't even exist? You said there's no problem. The gaslighting here is truly impressive. It really is. So the Democrats are acting like they made some concession by even being willing to talk about the crisis at the border. But where's the compromise? They have rigged the bill, making it so malleable that Biden can basically interpret and implement its provisions in any fashion he chooses. Ed Morrissey, back at HotAir.com, he says the real problem on the border is a refusal to execute the laws already in place. It's just like the gun law issue. Adding more discretion to executive branch action makes the situation even worse. Right. You giving the administration more laws and more discretion doesn't stop them from behaving, you know, the same way they are which is to ignore the laws using their discretion that they already have. Even Bill Maher knows this. Said it on his Friday show, politically, no, real time with Bill Maher. Biden already has all the authority he needs to stop what's happening. They just won't do it. Which is why they tried to do this, to give him more discretion so they could say they fixed it while not really fixing it. Joe Biden, after I just got through telling you Right, I just got through saying that the border bill, the very bad bipartisan border bill is dead, right? And uh, on cue, uh, President Joe Biden has come out and said, <laughs> No, he's actually addressing us right now. Let's, let, let's listen in.
2: Opposing this bill is yeah. playing into his hands. Huh? As I said before, the stakes on this fight extend well beyond Ukraine. If we don't stop Putin's appetite for power and control in Ukraine, well, then
0: do a separate bill, He won't man.
2: limit himself to just Ukraine, and the cost for America and our allies and partners will rise.
0: He's all squinty. For those
2: Republicans in Congress who think they can oppose funding for Ukraine and not be held accountable—history is watching. Oh, he's mad. history is watching. Oh, he
0: said it twice. A failure to
2: support Ukraine at this critical moment will never be forgotten. He's got his hands like. The position of the MAGA Republicans can be characterized oh. by the New York Times headline. Oh! First, and this is the headline. It oh. reads Trump first, Putin second, America third. Uh. That cannot pertain. What? This bipartisan agreement also provides Israel with what it needs to protect its people and defend itself against Hamas terrorists. And it will provide the necessary life-saving humanitarian assistance for the Palestinian people. By opposing this bill, they're denying aid to the people who are really suffering
0: and desperately need help. Yeah, that sounds bad. You should split it off and just run that bill. more work
2: to get this done over the finish line. I want to be clear. Doing nothing is not an option.
0: It is an option. Understand. That's what you've been doing.
2: For years, they said they want to secure the border. Now they have the strongest border bill this country has ever seen.
0: Oh, there's your frame right there. We've that's have seen you know, statements the about how many oppose the bill now.
2: Look, I understand the former president is desperately trying to stop this bill because it's not he's not interested in solving the border problem. He wants a political issue to run against me. I've all but said that across the board. No one really denies that, and I'm aware of The American people want a solution that puts an end to the empty political rhetoric, which has failed to do anything for so long. We have to get the resources to the border to get the job done. So Republicans have to decide who do they serve? Donald Trump or the American people? I could ask ask you to solve problems. problems. just weaponize those problems for political purposes. Hmm. I know my answer i serve the american people
0: sure yeah
2: i'm here to solve problems yeah yeah just months ago that Republicans were asking for this exact bill to deal with the border to no they were asking for a border enforcement Israel.
0: bill they passed now, one you've rejected now it's here it's and not they're here. saying
2: never mind never mind
0: no they're saying this is crap folks we've got to move past this oh my gosh this guy this gaslighter in chief to stop
2: playing games with the world waiting and watching and by the way the world is waiting the world is watching they are waiting and watching what we're going to do we can't not we can't continue to let petty partisan politics get in the way of our responsibility we're a great nation
0: what responsibility you have a responsibility
2: so i'm calling on congress to pass this bill no it to my desk immediately no but if the bill fails i want to be absolutely clear yeah, about something okay be clear the american people are going to know why it failed okay why? I'll be taking this issue to the country. Oh, good! And the voters are going to know that it's not just a moment. Just at the moment. Yeah. We're going to secure the border. Right. And fund these other programs. Yeah. Trump and the MAGA Republicans oh. said no. Okay. Because they're afraid of Donald Trump. No, that's it. <laughs> afraid of Donald Trump. Every day between now and November, the American people are going to know mm. that the only reason the border is not secure is Donald Trump and his MAGA Republican friends.
0: Okay, Joe, you go with that, please. By all means, proceed. Yes, please make the argument that the reason the border is not secure is because of the guy who's not in office and not you who undid everything that he had done when he was in office. Please make that argument. This should go fantastic. By the way, he is wearing a lapel pin of the American flag with the Ukrainian flag just in case you were unclear as to what this bill was actually about. All right, do the current world events have you wondering whether we are teetering on the edge of catastrophe? Are you concerned it's going to reach our shores? Okay, so what are you doing about your concerns? Let me help. Carolina Readiness Supply. Camping and hiking supplies, even because being prepared is just smart. Carolina Readiness Supply has 2,000 square feet of supplies and educational materials that you'll need for any kind of emergency. In Waynesville and always at CarolinaReadiness.com, veteran owned Carolina Readiness Supply. Will you be ready when the lights go out? Uh, I got this from Dennis who says Pete, so bribing Biden says a few minutes ago that the reason the Senate won't approve the border bill today is because of Trump? really i'll bet anybody a wooden nickel that biden could not tell you 15 minutes from now that he just said that (laughs) that's probably true sad but true um okay hang on that's on the office space issue let me go over here and get ralph on hello ralph welcome to the show
1: good afternoon pete uh you know it's amazing uh, that Biden will come out has anybody told him about his poll numbers lately? I I mean, uh what universe except for the low information universe that these people uh absorb all the garbage that he spews out. And, you know, it's just amazing what an educated audience like yours be knows that he's he's full of bull crap.
0: Mm-hmm or, uh, or uh, President Xi Jinping he's he's full of Jinping Pooh yeah no it's true it, it, this is one of the nice things about living in an echo chamber with the quote mainstream media is that you never have your ideas challenged right all the stories like we we, we spend a lot of time in conservative media dissecting the narratives that are crafted by the, quote, legacy media, the drive-by media, as Rush called them, accurately so, right? They don't do that with conservative media. They just keep crafting narratives. And so when people who only consume that information get finally exposed to another side of the issue, they're usually left with nothing but personal insults, which is why that's usually how those conversations go.
1: Well, and you know, with all the day one, that he undone, which we had a a border that was manageable, mm-hmm. and then he wants to say it's Trump's fault that, that we had this influx of people. It, it amazes me, you know, I mean, but, you know, garbage in, garbage out, but, you know, whatever.
0: Yeah, my only hope is that we are not the only ones to see this um, uh, uh, play out. And you're going to get a lot of Ralph I appreciate the call. And we're going to get a lot of uh people, you know, water carrying for the administration on this. For example, the Huffington Post, like this narrative, see, even before Biden got up there and made this argument, we all knew that this was going to be the framing uh of the uh, of the narrative. We all knew that. I talked about it yesterday, right? You could see it coming in the immediate Uh, aftermath when Republicans started raising questions about details of the bill immediately you started to see this argument take shape that the Republicans are the reason why the bill won't pass the Republicans are the reason Donald Trump is the reason right they need a way to uh, to disarm this issue uh, when Donald Trump wields it. Right, they're they're trying to figure out a way to make this not a potent weapon for Trump, and this is how they're doing it. Obviously so. Obviously so. In fact, Tom Elliott, who who founded Grabian and Media, he just said on Twitter um, that a cynic might argue that Joe Biden may have intentionally created the crisis at the border so as to exploit popular anger and leverage the anger to pass another unpopular world aid bill right you make the border so bad and then you use a quote fix legislation in order to get ukraine funding thrown in there or you make the border so bad either intentionally or because you're an idiot Either way, or you're allowing your aides uh, and advisors to, to run the entire uh, apparatus, and they are open borders uh, proponents, which, by the way, that is the, that, that is the prevailing sentiment in the modern Democrat Party. They are open borders. The demographics is destiny crowd. They believe that you get enough people in, you get a critical mass, you eventually give them amnesty, and then they will vote for Democrats because the Democrats are going to be the ones that give them the amnesty. That's the idea. They've said this. They've been saying this for 20 years. And I'm sorry if people haven't been paying attention to this. I have. Um, and so this is not a new argument. This is not from the right wing. The the right did not come up with this, quote, replacement theory. It came from the left. It came from Democrats. They were very clear about it, and they have been for 20 years. And again, just because you don't consume any of these sound bites, just because you've never heard this stuff being reported by the outlets that you frequent doesn't mean that it hasn't been covered, and it doesn't mean these people haven't said these things. They have. But back then they were saying it like, yay, all the white people are getting old and dying. And then we'll be able to take over with our progressive, uh, you know, colorblind society. And then, oops, changed all of that. No longer colorblind. That's now racist. Now it's color, conscience, or color conscious. But, but only cert- certain ways. Not always. Right. A cynic might argue that the crisis was intentionally created not just to maybe ram through some unpopular foreign aid, but also to get anything else done. Maybe it was the dreamers to get the dreamers amnesty or um, I don't know. Maybe it was to, to try to get a legislative win. And even if, and if you don't get the win, quote unquote, on the border, then you at least get the issue to beat up Donald Trump on. And Donald Trump, once again, makes it very easy because he made those phone calls telling people don't vote for this unless it's an excellent bill totally within his rights to do so i don't think he did anything wrong like ethically by doing that the problem is that once you do that now your fingerprints are in it and now the democrats are going to say that everybody who votes no is doing so because donald trump told them to vote no and that's exactly what joe biden said today and for the biden uh fans that's going to be enough for them. Now, they were never going to vote for Trump anyway. But that's, that's, what you are, that's what you are going to hear now for the next nine months. That Trump killed it because he wanted the election issue. And that's going to be the, the talking point. None of the details that we've been covering for the last 48 hours, none of those details are going to matter. That's what's so frustrating. I get it. Uh, this is a very good point here uh, from Lowell who says, uh, regarding the uh, using uptown vacant office space for homeless and illegal immigrants, uh, I just want to point out that the stated justification for bringing migrants into the U.S. is to uh, work in the fields. So how far away from uptown are these fields? We will also need to provide at least a dedicated light rail system out to the farms in the outskirts of town. That's true. We're going to need a light rail line. And if the migrants are willing to do the jobs regular citizens won't do, pay them to clean the pee and the poo out of the elevators. This will provide them with income to pay for their housing in the tower. Just an idea. I like it. Uh, Yeah, I like it. It's a very good idea. No bad ideas under the cone of creativity. Dale, welcome to the program. Hello, Dale. Yes, sir. Uh, My
3: comment is, you were talking about the border and all. Mm -hmm. My problem is the Republican Party, and I'm a Republican, is... Why in the world have they not charged Biden, his administration, with treason for not protecting the citizens and the border? And also, if our school systems are so daggone bad, why in the world is all these foreign countries sending their kids over here to influence our kids with their ideology? I think that we should no longer teach foreign countries students.
0: Okay, so first you're... Okay, so your first question was why won't the Republicans charge him with treason? So do you want to take a stab at answering that yourself?
3: Uh, because they just not going to do it, I guess. I mean, right? But you
0: know, why? I don't know. Okay, so first off, um, I don't know. You would have to get you would have to get prosecutors to charge him with that kind of a charge, right? right. So you would need you would need like a district attorney. You would need somebody at at some level in the uh, judicial branch in order to bring charges. So not necessarily a Republican uh, and definitely not necessarily a lawmaker, right? So a prosecutor of some kind. So uh, I think that there is not an interest in doing that at a prosecution, at, at district attorney level. I don't think people are interested in trying to create some sort of a constitutional crisis like that, and uh, maybe there there might be some DAs out there that do that. I don't know. Now, politically, at the at the congressional level, you could uh, you could impeach him over this, which I have been in favor of. I think there is ample evidence just on the border issue alone. Um, not to mention all of the other flagrant abuses like this is the guy that, you know, said, OK, the Supreme Court ruled against my college loan bailout thing and now I'm going to do it anyway. Right. Like, I think there's there are plenty of opportunities to make this argument and it's a political process. And I think the the border is uh, is a very effective issue to go after him on. Now, why won't Republicans go after him for an impeachment on that? I would submit it's because they are worried about what happens to them in the election if they do. They're worried that it would be sort of the uh, the Bill Clinton effect. Do well, you remember that? I
3: can under- yeah, I understand that, but you know, they dragging their feet on this mess with uh, the money situation. It sure about didn't take them long to impeach Trump twice. Right. So, I mean, you know, somebody
0: seems like they're dragging their feet. Well, here and here's the other thing, that, that a lot of the people inside the Republican Party, a lot of leadership people, and I also think it's just kind of the way a lot of uh, conservative-minded people are built um, and the way we think about things is that um, they don't recognize... Uh, the they don't recognize the situation that we are in right now. I think that's the case. That, like you just said, the Democrats impeached Donald Trump twice. Right? They don't care. They because and, and look, it is super helpful when you have all of the media outlets aligned to carry your water and advance your narrative, so it calcifies in the minds of Americans. It, that's super helpful, and the Republican Party does not have that. Conservatives don't have that apparatus that helps reinforce lies over and over and over again in all these different areas of our culture. They don't have it. And so they're worried about how they get framed. And they don't recognize that, yeah, the the left always advances and conservatism is always just trying to say stop. But then once the left makes its advance, the conservatives rarely ever claw stuff back. You know, they never retake ground. You know.
3: Yeah. Well, like I say, they, they need to, you know, to grow a backbone. I'm seventy five years old. I'm a disabled uh, Vietnam vet, and it sure ain't the country that I grew up in today. It yeah. turns my stomach, especially with all this woke mess and all.
0: Now yeah, I hear you, Dale. I appreciate your call. Thanks for your service and welcome home, sir. Welcome home. Um, yeah. Look, I know. Like I. I just try to deal with things as they are. And I I get the sense that there are a lot of people in leadership in the Republican Party that don't recognize the situation that we are in right now. All right, we'll pick it back up after the news.